Welcome to the Cherishing Grace podcast, where we are encouraging women to be faithful and fruitful in every season. I'm Taylor. And this is Louise. And we're so happy to have you here today. So today we are going to be talking about the heart of this ministry and what we hope will come from this podcast. The heart of the ministry follows after Titus 2, 3 through 5, and it's instructions for us as women on how the older women are to teach the younger women how to love their husbands, how to um, love their children, and that the older women are to teach what's good. And so I think for me as an older woman now, who used to be young at one time, I remember trying to find the older woman and it wasn't easy. And really for me, oftentimes I found myself having mentors that were not close, but far off. And that would be through books, through podcasts. And so I'm pretty passionate about encouraging women to live for the Lord, to be faithful and fruitful in every season. I know for you, Tay, our relationship, thank God that we do have the relationship that we have where we we can talk about the Lord and we can spur one another on. But how has that been for you just as a younger woman um, wanting to grow in the Lord what are some of the obstacles you have experienced in in pursuing your own spiritual growth? When I think about the Titus II woman, I, I can see how valuable she is because of the fact that when you have someone that can pour into you, of course, they'll point you to God's word, but sometimes you just need someone to tell you, what does that look like? What does it look like to love my husband the way that God's called me to, to love my children how he's called me to? And you know, you and I had talked on the phone and I had told you, you know, I am realizing there's probably people out there who don't have a Titus II woman in their life. And I'm so fortunate that I have that in my own mom, but there's people who just, they have so many questions about even the most basic things and they don't have that person that they can look up to and the faith and have a relationship with where they can ask any question they want, whether it's something, you know, deep in their faith, or it's something that they just need help and guidance on how to continue to grow. And like we've said, to just be fruitful and faithful each day. And sometimes you just need someone that you can just call and have pour into you and help you. And that's, that's our heart here is just that every woman would have that and Lord willing be that for somebody else. It's interesting because I'll Pretty much uh, this podcast came out of just your and my conversations that we would have over the phone. Yeah. (laughs) There's just so much that, you know, we would encourage one another, you know, in our conversations just on practical life, you know, situations. And, you know, with you recently, you know, moving out of state from California to Tennessee, that was a big um, change for us in our relationship and our family, just navigating that. And, and how do we do that? Well, both your heart and my heart, we want to remain faithful. I mean, and we want to be fruitful. And so it's accountability is so important. I mean, that's, that's probably one of the number one things that I know I want to encourage women to have is to have a woman in their life. If you can have someone older, that is, that's a great gift Um, If you have a peer, that's a blessing as well. But the accountability of having another godly Christian woman that you can talk to, that you can ask for prayer, that you can go to when you're having a tough day, it's priceless because that's what keeps us in check. I know you and I were just talking about, 
I think uh, marriage, we were talking about our husbands and your dad. <laughs> we were talking <laughs> about um, just, you know, just the role of a godly wife. And just the fact that you and I were having this conversation over the phone, it spurred me on to a greater desire to be that godly wife for your dad. And yeah. I'm sure you walked away with the same feeling because we we kind of laughed about it. Like, this is important, you know, when we, we talk about these things together and it does spur us on to, to live lives that honor the Lord and we can honor our spouses and our children and our friendships and accountability is so key. So that that's just definitely one area of being um, a Titus II woman that I want to encourage you young ladies to have somebody in your life that can keep you accountable in your walk with the Lord. Yeah. And just to continue for a moment on accountability, I think something I've learned in my relationships is you know that you have a relationship that truly holds you accountable when you can share your heart and be vulnerable to do that with someone, but that they don't leave you in those emotions. There are so many times I have called my mom <laughs> so frustrated about something or so like, I don't know what to do. And she is always there to listen to me. But her response, she always helps me to measure what I'm going through and the emotions I'm feeling up against God's word. And that's what shifts our relationship from me venting or her, you know, just listening to me or maybe, you know, complaining with me, which doesn't happen. But just as an example, she she always helps me see things from a biblical lens. And that is what makes the relationship one of accountability is that you can share your heart but that you're always striving to grow in godliness by the end of the conversation, that that is the goal of each talk and, you know, time spent together is that you would leave being able to grow in your faith, deepen your faith and encourage each other to do that no matter what you're facing on a day to day. Just talking with you about the importance of having that accountability, you know, it's easy for you and I because of our relationship as a mom and a daughter and just the years that we've had to really strengthen that. But, you know, you moving to Tennessee really has opened up my eyes to the women, the young women that are here, my own church, that need to have an older woman speaking into them. I know that you've shared, you know, Tay, just some of the, the challenges that you've had in finding a new community in another state, in another, you know, city with, you know, learning to have, you know, you have to reach out and build friendships yeah. and how hard that is. But it's given me a perspective of, I want to be that for somebody that might be my own daughter in another state where, you know, I hope that an older woman takes you under her wing, you know, in the right time and, um, you know, point of time that God has for you there. But it just reminds me of my responsibility here, how important it is that um, what I'm doing for somebody, a young woman here, somebody could be doing that for you out there. So it just opened my eyes how important it is my responsibility here with the younger women. Yeah, definitely. And just remembering that the Titus two women is meant to be a legacy that's passed on. You know, you read that scripture and it's something that as you're doing that, I'm doing that for someone younger than me, and that person will keep doing it. And it's supposed to be this chain reaction of women training up other women and discipling yeah. them for the future generations to come. And that's that's an honor and a privilege to be able to do and something that we should long to do within our lives and to be that for somebody else, especially as 
you know, for me personally, knowing that I have that, how could I not want to be that for somebody else when I've experienced the blessing that has come from having someone to look up to and to talk to. Um, And so that's our hope is that each of you would have that and, and also strive to be that in the lives of those that God places beside you. Yeah. And to keep in mind that every one of us has a woman younger than us that we can pour into. Yes. So none of us are without excuse. No, right. <laughs> Every one of us has someone younger. And so um, like, Tay, you're an older woman to somebody that's in their college years or, you know, teens. Yeah. And so we all should have those eyes to look out for the younger woman that we can be pouring into. Yeah, we definitely need to be in just that space of looking to see who we can disciple and how can we live according to that Titus 2, 3 through 5 mandate, which is the older women are to teach the younger women. Yeah, I love that. And just in closing, I wanted to go ahead and read something that my mom and I co-wrote together that condenses the heart of this ministry. And so we're going to leave you with that as we close this podcast. But it says, What a beautiful thing it is to behold a woman so completely captivated by her Savior that she leaves a lasting impression on the heart of every person she so graciously finds herself beside. To walk so intentional is surely a result of someone who lives with eternity pressed upon her heart. With heaven in mind, she sets off to glorify her maker in even the tiniest details of her day-to-day. Whatever her age, she knows God will use her to make his wonderful name known. Whether she's in a season of young motherhood, nurturing and training her children, or a season of grandmotherhood, each day is a gift to be used for God and his purposes. She's overwhelmed with the sweet aroma of truth that wherever she should find herself in life, she can be faithful and fruitful in every season. That is our hope for ourselves and for each of you as we begin this podcast and We're grateful that you're here and that you're listening and that you're on this journey with us. If you were encouraged by this podcast today, please subscribe and follow us over at Cherishing Grace Podcast.